0: Hey, hey, Michigan Maniacs. This is the Michigan Maniac Podcast, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. And this is the big game, pregame, Michigan State. The brawl for Paul has officially started. Uh, hate Week is here. All the things you can say leading up to one of the most anticipated games and maybe the history of this great rivalry. Ah, oh, can't wait. Cannot wait. Okay. So, before we do that, guys, go to all my social media. You know, uh, YouTube. Uh, I can't believe I forget some of this stuff. I say it every stinking week. YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook fan page, all of it. Interact. Guys, I've got a, uh, Ask Me Anything coming up on Thursday. So, get your questions in by Wednesday. Uh, first one of the year. Uh, then, uh, so hit me up on all those, Instagram, on Instagram, DM me, or hit me up on uh, Twitter for your questions to be answered. Um, that's going to be exciting. I can't wait to see what kind of uh, questions we get here. Uh, so let's just get into it, right? Um, wow. This, I don't even know. I, I've been waiting for this week in anticipation and with nervous anxiety, with I, it's just there's so many feelings right now, right? I can't wait. I think this is going to be a very good game for about three quarters, and I think uh, it breaks open in the fourth. Now we'll get to all that in a little bit, but in a way, I kind of, I have to say, I, I kind of feel bad for Michigan State fans, right? Uh, in one way, and not very many, because you know I think most of the time they're a garbage fan base except for a select few. But... How would you see see Michigan we don't have to worry about this stuff? People hate us because they want to play us and they want to beat us. And people consider us their rivals even when we aren't really their rival. Like good example, look at Illinois. Illinois basketball fan base is acting like a spoiled child trying to get some type of attention now because all the attention is not going to be on them this year or even has right now. So they're trying to bring up they're trying to start some type of beef at this point with some lame memes and this, that, and the other. We don't even think of them as our rival. They're not our rival. They want to start a rivalry with us. They're not trying to start a rivalry with anyone else, right? That's what it's kind of like to be a Michigan a Wolverine fan or just Michigan Wolverines in general. I mean, think about it. If you're Michigan State, your in-state rival, the one that you absolutely hate the most, doesn't even really consider you their main rival. Think about that. In your own state, the one school you hate the most doesn't even rank you as their most hated rival. That obviously goes to Ohio State. And then Ohio State doesn't think of you as a rival, even though most Michigan State fans will say that that's a rivalry. Ohio State doesn't even think of you as a rivalry. If you go to their Wikipedia page, they don't even have Michigan State, I think, even listed as a rival. You know who, who considers Michigan State a rival? And I don't even think they consider him a rival, but it, what's listed under a Michigan State rivalry game, outside of the glorious one, which is us, it's Penn State. I don't even think Penn State thinks of them as a rival. So you're a team that basically has a garbage fan base, one of the... Just most annoying teams in the history of all college football. And no one, no one in your in your conference, your division, even, like, admit, you're like the fat, ugly girl or the fat, ugly guy that the hot chick or the hot guy don't admit that they're going out with. Like, yeah, okay, they're seen with them, but the, the, those are our friends. Yeah. The, no, no, we don't date them. Those are our friends. We date Ohio State. We date Notre Dame. We date, for God's sakes, we, it's just, we, we don't mess with you. We don't say it publicly. And you have to, and all you're doing is screaming about how bad you are our rival. Uh, it's pretty sad. It's pretty sad, but I don't know what's what. I don't know what's worse. That or that we're three and three with this garbage fan base and this garbage team. I don't know which one's worse, to be quite honest with you. It's actually very sad that we are even remotely close in the in this harbaugh era. I mean to be three and three and be on the literally on the brink of going O and two to Mel Tucker, who's probably gonna to leave to go at L S U. Now think about that. Even your greatest coaches don't stick around. D'Antonio, no one in the world wanted D'Antonio. That's why he stuck around. But Saban, <laughs> who did he leave you for? Oh yeah. The better-looking girl. Oh, yeah, LSU. we <laughs> are about to lose another coach to the better-looking girl. That's all Michigan State does is they can't keep anything. No one claims them to be theirs. It's very sad. It's very sad and pathetic. I actually kind of feel bad for them. Now I understand why they're so petty and they're such a big pain in the ass. It's because they don't feel wanted. And they're not going to feel wanted this week either. I can't stand them. I can't. Like I told you, I respect Ohio State, but I can't stand Michigan State. I can't stand them. They're awful. Even one of my biggest uh, hecklers, my biggest trolls, he's a Michigan State alum and still turned to be an Ohio State fan. <laughs> like, that tells you everything. That sums up Michigan State. That's, uh, no one wants to be you. No one. No one wants to claim you. No one wants to be you. And if you are openly screaming about that, you're a Michigan State fan, you have got problems. <laughs> problems. Trust me. No one likes you usually. So anyways, let's get into this. I think it's going to be a battle. Like I said, it's going to be a battle for three quarters, and I think it breaks open. Okay, I'm going to get, the, I'm going to get the, my point total out there, I mean my score prediction right now. I think we're going to win 34-17. to 17. And the reason why I think that, okay, you're going to say, Adam, that's crazy. Have you seen some of the predictions? 27-24, 24-20, 21-20, 17-14. All that shit's out there, right? It's going to be a super close game. Sure. And it's going to be for about three quarters. But I think at the end of the game, we wear them out. And I think that's when we really break open the game. Late third quarter, going into the fourth, and I think we own the fourth. And that's my opinion. Now, listen, it could go completely the opposite way. But after I pour through some of these numbers, and after watching Michigan, they wear down good teams. Uh, Wisconsin, you can make fun of the – I know Michigan State fans will make fun of the Wisconsin win for us. But they're going to probably turn out to be the best team in the in the west think about that for a second they're probably going to be the best team in the west so that's probably going to be a great win for us and we went into their home and bitch-slapped them and it's going to be the same way that we're going to the same attack that we had against Wisconsin is going to be the same thing we do against Michigan state right my cuz here this is why i say that okay now obviously uh walker the 3rd is a fantastic running back, right? Big, strong, he's got speed. He he's uh you can't take him down on just one hit. I mean, all all the good stuff, right? He is he should be considered and just named in the in the Heisman in the Heisman race. Absolutely well earned, okay? But still, a lot of his games against better defenses, those defenses shut him down. And I wouldn't even say they're better defenses. They're just not shitty defenses okay so a lot of what he's been doing is making a name off of shit teams okay that's all he's been doing but still you have to run the run you still have to make the yards you still have to make the cuts you still have to score the touchdown so his effort I'm not taking away from him it's the teams that he's been putting up the big numbers on that I think is suspect and I don't really give him like he is suspect I think he's a I think he's good but I don't think he's great So I think he should be considered or even mentioned in the Heisman talk. Sure. Absolutely. But do I think he'd win it? Hell no. (laughs) He wouldn't even be in the top five. I think he's nice to mention in the race. But when you get down to, you know, brass tacks at the end of the season, you're not going to see him anywhere near that Heisman five, the top five. You're just not. Because he's not that good at playing good defenses. Now, I'm just going to give you examples, okay? The two. Now, like like opponents, we've had Notre, we've had Nebraska, we've had Northwestern, and I think that's really it to be quite honest. Oh, and Rutgers, and Rutgers, they fared far better against Rutgers than we did. Now, I can give you the excuse that I think the second half Michigan was totally looking towards that Wisconsin game and completely botched it. Absolutely, one hundred percent was stubborn, didn't want to show Wisconsin anything. And they knew they can get past Wisconsin. Now, I think that's what happened. But still, we looked like shit in the second half, so I'll give it to them. Michigan State outdid them. Out, out, outplayed them. They looked way better against Rutgers. I mean, uh, Walker had 29 carries for 233 yards, one touchdown. And then Naylor had five catches for 221 and three touchdowns. And all three touchdowns came in the first half. Okay. Um but Rutgers is, uh, I wrote this down, so they're, they're 48th in overall defense. Not bad, okay? So that's pretty decent. Oh, scoring defense, okay? They allow 24 points a game. Um, now, total defense, they're 65th. They allow 389 total yards per game rushing their 55th in the nation. They they allow 149 yards and passing their 81st in the nation. So not a not not a surprise that Michigan State was able to throw that that well, you know, not a surprise. And actually it hurts our case with Cade McNamara not being able to do what he could do against Rutgers either way. So I give him Rutgers. But look at Indiana just recently, okay, last week. Indiana kept Walker held him in check for 84 yards rushing off of 23 carries. So the kid had to put in work. That's like 3.7. 3. So when you hear all your Michigan State fans start busting our nuts about, oh, look at what they did against Rutgers, you know, this, that, blah, who cares? The Your guy isn't just walking, just walking through everybody either, okay? These are some earned things. But got shut down. Also, Thorne got shut down. Um, also, I'll be quite honest, I think... I think, really, the only difference between this Peyton Thorne and Cade McNamara is that Peyton Thorne can throw a much better uh, long ball, but Cade overall throws uh, mid-range better, and he makes better overall decisions. Hasn't been intercepted as much. Like, I think he has one interception, but even then, uh, pro football focus, I think, eliminated, eliminated that and said that it was uh, should have been a... I don't know, offsides, which if you go back and look at it, it should have been. So, either way, okay? Peyton Thorne throws the, the deep ball better. That's the only concern with this. I mean, he got shut down by by Illinois. I'm not Illinois, Indiana. Uh, 14, 14, uh, 14 completions, 26 attempts, 126, one touchdown, and two interceptions. So, he can be got. He puts the ball downfield, but when you put the ball downfield, there's a greater chance of things happening, bad things happening to you. So he the the risk reward with that kid's a little bit higher up. But not so great. Okay, against Nebraska. Nebraska is scoring defense. They're twenty-eighth in the nation. They allow twenty-one points per game. Uh total defense, they're fortieth. Pretty decent. Um rush, oh well, fortieth over with 356 total yards and that's I think that's the exact amount that No no, actually Michigan got over 400 against them. Um but uh 46th in the nation in rush with 141 and then passed their 47th with 215 yards per game. And Michigan pretty much took them to task in that game. Okay, plain and simple, we did what we had to do. We looked impressive in that game. But because of an explosive Sec third quarter, we had an eke out of a three-point win, right? But it wasn't in overtime, and it was in Nebraska at, at night, and it was their basic Super Bowl. Uh, Michigan State didn't play very well against Nebraska at home, mind you, in East Lansing. Um, Let me find that one. Holy moly, didn't write it down? Oh, yeah, here it is. Thorne, once again, he, he does very common 14 completions, 23 passes uh, for 183 yards, one touchdown, one interception. So the kid throws some interceptions if you can get to him. Um, and then Walker only had 61 yards per carry against a suspect running defense. But what do we know about Nebraska? Nebraska has big boys up front. So if you can get up front and you can slow them down, you can slow down Walker, right, and plug in the middle. And what does our our, our front seven do? They have they've done they've gotten increasingly better, increasingly better at plugging up the middle and stopping good teams from running the ball up the middle, like like Wisconsin, <laughs> perfect example, right? Uh, Notre I'm Notre Dame. What I always want to say Notre Dame tonight. Nebraska, the way they got through trick plays and through hitting the edge. They couldn't get anything really up the middle. Uh, Northwestern couldn't get anything up the middle except for that one yard touchdown run. But that was an anomaly, basically, because they think they had 100 yards total. And he had 81 yards. So he could only get six more yards off of five, five other carries, I think. So not good. We, we eliminate the run in the middle. Now, what we're going to have to really, really worry about stuff is on the edge, right? Will they do, like I said, what, what uh, Northwestern did well was those screens. They use our aggressiveness, our eyes not being in the right place to take advantage. Now, we do that against Michigan State. That's going to hurt us, so we can't allow that to happen. I, I think it's going to be fresh on our minds, so I think that's something that we can avoid. But I'm telling you, I don't think Michigan State they're good, but if you were going to compare two teams and say, oh, one's definitely better than the other or more tested, it's going to be us. We play harder teams on the road away from home, and when they play like-minded teams, they struggle. They struggle against Nebraska to win. They needed overtime. They needed a weird punt, some weird fucking punt that uh, I don't know what Nebraska was doing that got that got Michigan State even into overtime. And then also they needed uh, uh, Indiana's backup quarterback to throw a pick six, I think it was. Probably well earned. I didn't see it. But still, they need big time things like that, like weird stuff to – because how often you get in pick sixes in the game? Not all the time. You know, so you you need these things. You need unbelievable plays to get you to win against teams that they should be blowing out if they're really that solid, right? Now, granted, I know. We have our problems, too. I understand that 100%. But when you go into Wisconsin, (laughs) who, by the way, is the number one defense, number one rush defense, they allow 53, 53 yards rushing a game. They held Army to 179 yards rushing. Yeah, we got 112 on them. But that's way better. That's the second best output that anybody's gotten on Wisconsin all season long. All season long. And that's against the number one rush defense at home. At Wisconsin. They're the number two total defense overall. And they allowed 365 yards total. I think that's exactly what we got actually. For Oh wait, no. They allowed 223 total yards. Per game, and we put up 365. I mean, this this offense and defense has been tested on Michigan, and even though Michigan State has been semi-tested, I think, and they still win. I'm not saying they're not a good team, and I'm telling you, it's going to be a it's going to be a brawl for three quarters. But I'm telling you right now, Michigan is going to wear them down up front, and. Mark my words, Blake Corum is going to have a big run, and I think uh, Hassan Haskins is going to be the tone setter. You are going to see him set. He's just going to get four to five, like four to five yards that fucking carry towards the towards the third. Things are going to we're going to start wearing them down, and watch Eric. I think Eric Alls is going to have a big game. I think they're. I don't know what we may have. In store for Michigan State. So I have no clue. None at all. I, I just. I'm so geeked up for this game man. And this, this is like one of the games that you want to play if you're a player. You know. If, I mean I'm 45 and my playing days are well past me. But the spirit that I. Oh, yeah, I don't think it ever goes away. And it's just. I would love. I would run through a wall to play in this game. If I could, if I, oh God, it would be so great. But that's what I'm saying. It's going to be tough. And yes, if Michigan doesn't come into play, absolutely, they could beat us and they can make us look stupid once again. I'm not saying that this is a foregone conclusion. Michigan has to come in and play a very good game. They don't have to play a perfect game because I still think, one, we have way more, we have better players, okay? Even how badly we played last season, we still only lost 27 24. And, I mean, we looked awful. Um, There's – I just – I think we've got it. I really do. I'm thinking 34-17. Even if we're down 17-10 at halftime, 17-10, 17-14 in that area going into the fourth – or not to the fourth, the third. I'm telling you, we pull away. We pull away and we put the last 10 to 15 points on them in in the fourth quarter. Because I think if you break this team, I think if you physically punch them back in the face and you stop their run, I think Thorne panics. I think if if the front seven does what it's done all season long and that puts pressure on quarterbacks, yes, we may not be getting sacks all the time. But if you've got guys in his face constantly making him feel uncomfortable, knowing that the run isn't going to be there, isn't helping. He's going to make mistakes. He's proven it. Against Indiana, two interceptions. Against Nebraska, one interception. He can make mistakes. Through full, Let's see, he has, he's thrown four interceptions on the season. He's been sacked ten times. He has 15 touchdowns. So he's decent. He's a decent quarterback, but he's not great. He's not even by far the best quarterback we'll play this season. He has a very good long ball, and that's really about it. And I'm telling you, if Michigan... Does not play over aggressive, and they they keep their eyes where they need to be. They make the right adjustments this week in practice. It's going to be a fight, but we break them down at the end and we pull away. I just see that's how it's going to happen. I hope to God that's what happens. But I I really have a good feeling about this, and that's one sort of the keys of victory right here. Is how I see it is. They got to stop Walker. You stop Walker, and you make you make Thorn pass and i know that sounds crazy because i said last week and 2 weeks ago that the one thing that i'm worried about is the wide receiving court. and what it, what screwed us last year right was the was uh i'm what i was worried about the wide receiving court. i'm talking about our defensive backfield my fault i was worried about the defensive backfield and then what screwed us last year the what the <laughs> defensive backfield i get it 100% i get it uh I have faith that DJ Turner is going to put in another great performance. I also have great faith in our uh, front seven. And like we all know, in football, there is one thing that that you cannot win without. One thing is a line, and that's either offense or defense. Actually, we'll just say two things, okay? There's two things you you have to have to be a very good, very good to great team and win anything. You have to have a great, op- you have to have a very good and very, uh, you know what I'm trying to say, I'm sorry, it's just, it's late here and I'm a little tired, long day at work, but, um, like, you have to have an offensive line, you have to have a defensive line, our front seven will create problems, Rocky Lombardi had all day to throw last year, that's why he tore up our defensive backfield, okay, that's why he did that. I don't think Peyton Thorne is going to be able to have that time, that luxury this year because you can't stop. Like literally Aiden Hutchinson is on a mission. And I there are two games a season I know he's focused on, two. And that's Michigan State and it's going to be Ohio State. And you're going to see his best performances in those. And he is going to obliterate whatever offensive tackle he's going up against. And then you have to worry about Ojabo. And then you have to worry about uh, Mike Morris I and mean, just the, uh, I mean Chris Hinton if he puts in a big game and Mozzie Smith. Our front seven is really really good this year. It, it our offensive line is really good this year. It's where it wore down the number one rush defense in the nation, mind you. Yeah, we ran for 112 yards. It may not sound a lot, but when that team's only allowing 53. And they stopped a service academy, and we all know Service Academies rush for easy 250 every game. And you hold them to 179. That's impressive. We wore them down. How did we do it though? Because our defense took away the run, forcing their quarterback, their quarterback to to beat them. And then we ultimately knocked him out of the game. And I think that's what we can do here. I think we get on we get on Thorne early, we make him uncomfortable boom but also you know that means we have to get pressure because if we don't get pressure our defensive backfield is going to hurt but i think it's nice though with rj Moton really stepping up to be the safety now that you put dax hill on Naylor, or you put him on reed right that only means that now you have dj turner or vince gray or green that have to slow down one guy they have a third guy mosley and i'm sure if you leave him be he'll tear us up too like that ricky white character god forbid if ricky white comes in and has another effing game like he did last year i may pull out what is remaining the remaining hairs on my head but i'm telling you i think this is it we stop we stop walker if they have no run game, they can't really do trick stuff because the defense isn't going to bite on the run. So you, you're not going to get the cornerbacks and the linebackers biting so hard on the run fake. So like on a flea flick flea flicker or anything like that, which I think Michigan State does almost every game now. So it's just one of their plays. So if you stop the run, it forces him to actually throw the ball and be like a real quarterback and still like a novelty guy. And in turn, what we need to do is Cade McNamara has to throw for 250. He has to throw for 250, because I think our our running game will get over 100 yards rushing. I, I think it's just going to be a matter of time. Hell, they could they could tear up this team, because I think Michigan State is get this. Michigan State is 89th in total off and total defense. 89th in total defense. Now rush defense. They're 20th, so fairly impressive. But if we can put 112 against Wisconsin at Wisconsin, I know this is a rivalry game. you got to throw all the stats out the book. But, I, I mean, out the window, i got to at least give you something to chew on. They're 20th, and they're 126th in pass defense. If Cade McNamara can't throw for 250 yards minimum against the 112th, Pass defense in the nation. We have got major effing problems. Major problems. And Cade can't, if Cade has a bad game against Michigan State, it, it's a for him, in my opinion. If you can't throw for 250 yards against a 126 ranked defense, pass defense, what are you doing out there? What are you doing out there? Plain and simple. Cade McNamara has to have a good game. 250 yards, at one to two touchdowns would be great. Red zone, red zone offense has to be on point. Those are the keys to victory. You got to slow, you got to stop the run. You got to put 250. Cade McNamara has to have a good game. 250 yards passing, and then red zone offense has to be on point. I'll even throw one one more in there. Do not, do not fall for. The the trick plays, you know. That's what Mel Tucker's got. He's got a few up his sleeve. It's it's just the way it is. We got to be ready for those stupid trick plays. At least one flea flicker. At least one. Um. So those are the keys. We do that. We stop the run. K throws for over 250 yards. We (laughs) uh, red zone offense is efficient, and we don't fall for any trick plays. We're going to we're going to beat him, and we're going to beat him the way I said. We're going to win thirty four seventeen. The key players of the game for me, I'm going to put it at DJ Turner because I think he's primed to have another one. I really liked how he, he looked like a starting quarterback, cornerback. He looked like a shutdown guy. I love it. I want to see what he can do against Michigan State because they do have fast, they have good wide receivers. I want to see what he can do against them. Uh, very excited. Um, and then I think Quorum is going to be the one. He's going to have that one signature run. And, I mean, I should just put running game, but i got to pick one. I'm going to put Quorum. And Dark Horse, star of the game, I'll put Cade McNamara. It, this is the game for him to shine and look good and silence all the naysayers. And, actually, to be quite honest, it should be fairly easy to do. He's going up against the 126th pass defense in the nation. Last week, Northwestern. Northwestern is 39th ninth in the nation in the pass, defending the pass. What are we doing? We we pass. We looked decent against Northwestern in the pass game. We should look really good against Michigan State. Michigan State cannot stop the pass. I mean, look at Western Michigan. I mean, Western Kentucky passed all over them. Um, Uh, Nebraska passed on him. I mean, I think even Indiana passed on him. And that was a a freaking backup quarterback. That wasn't even Penix Jr. So that's it, guys. Um, I hope you liked, ah, I forgot the new reads. The new fake business, I'll do it tomorrow. Um, Because I I have a few, I think I'm going to do a Michigan Man Crush Monday. I know it's off another day, but I'm telling you. I gotta work as much as I can because what's going on in this country, I have no idea what's gonna go on with my job, and I wanna have as much money saved up as possible to avoid any type of real heartache for your boy. So, um sorry guys, I, I have great fake reads. <laughs> I've been I've been thinking about these all day. So uh anyways, uh guys, it is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. We're gonna watch them go in to East Lansing, we're gonna watch them play as a team, we're gonna watch them kick ass. It's going to be a great game. It's going to be three-quarters of just pure hell, just everybody just punching one another. It's going to be a brawl. It is going to be, I think, one of the best games of the year for three-quarters. And then that's when we, we, at the end, we just break them down and we pull away, like every good team should. And we're going to win 34-17. You heard it here first, all right? Great to be a Michigan Wolverine. I can't wait for this game. I mean, I wish it was tomorrow. Um, And just remember, guys, always and forever, Go Blue.